oh shit we're gonna get this is the most packed episode we've had in like a year (laughs) we got rob on the mic with us we got tyler in the chat giving us his big thoughts oof i'm loving it okay Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 264. Hello there, everyone. Hello. Howdy. I mean everyone this time, because it's yeah. not just the two of us. What? Who's here? It's Robert. <laughs> yes. I couldn't think of anything funny to do that would be like, it's not me. I was going to say, it's Rob's baby. Yeah. Without, um, that would have been fun. But yeah, none of the listeners can see, but we have a spicy video chat up with Rob, and he has a mustache now. It's very weird. Yeah. None of the listeners will ever know. Is it like you grow a beard when you get broken up with and you grow a mustache when you have a child? I think so. No, it was more I hadn't shaved like any substantial amount since like March. Like I trimmed a little bit, but it was like getting deep and I was like, I'm just going to get silly with it. So I went, that's why I went handlebars and didn't dig it. I got the mustache and mounds like, I don't hate it. So and you'll so, stick with that. I'll stick with that. <laughs> Take what you can get. Yeah. You know, and if I'm in, on camera anytime soon, which I think next, end of next month I'll be on camera for some neato, neato thing, it'll be fun to have a different uh, facial hair thing going. Yeah. No, it's marking a different part of your life. Yeah. It's a little chapter. Yeah. You can quickly tell. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll catch up with you. But for the listeners, we're going to be talking about the new Batman trailer that just came out. Rob wanted to touch on the Zack Snyder Justice League cut trailer mm-hmm. we're gonna Brittany and i are gonna wrap up dark season three yeah. we're gonna talk about two movies one of them is part of Brittany's new favorite topic, i just want to make cody mad and then during all of that rob and i are gonna be playing chess so yes. i think we're good i think we're ready to go yeah all right <laughs> tyler and on top of this as uh Brittany spoiled not really spoiled but paid attention to can you spoil real life yes as it's happening a thousand percent fuck you because tyler is in the discord giving us his thoughts Mm -hmm. on the topics as they happen uh but rob hello what have you been up to uh i had a baby i think we touched on you had a baby i pushed a baby out of my body yes (laughs) fuck it's been said once or twice yeah it's i think that's been a topic of conversation in the past we've got a new blender which is very exciting. Oh, fuck. Tell me everything. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> Just under having a baby has got a new appliance. He's going alphabetically. Yeah. A- baby a- blender. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I did not put the baby in the blender, though, so no one stressed about that. No one was worried about that. <laughs> okay, good. Let's see. No, that's how your old one broke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's just the level of darkness. Not, not a ton. We've been just kind of unpacking the house since last time I was on here. And then I go back to work tomorrow. So, or I guess by the time this comes out, I'll already been. You'll have been work. at work. Um, You'll be back into the grind. Yeah. So, did you pack and then realize you couldn't move and then unpack? Basically, we were that like seventy percent packed. We I think we, we were living downstairs. <laughs> My office was completely taken apart. Uh, the guest bedroom was taken apart. The baby's room was still intact, but our room was basically <laughs> taken apart as well. So it was it was all kinds of just super fun. Of I'd be so annoyed. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I'd move out of spite. You kept saying everything was taken apart, and then you said the baby, and so my brain <laughs> filled in the baby was taken apart. <laughs> Took it apart. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very frustrating, but 
we're embracing it. We did a lot of removing re- things around, so it kind of made the house feel like new again, which is kind of cool. It's nice. Yeah. Since you're going to be there for another bit. Yeah, I think another, another bit like of time. Nine more months from now, I think, is what the total comes down to. Uh, the ETA. <laughs> yeah, unless something else crazy happens, in which case, well, let's just add another Round 12. two of the Rona. Yeah, the Rona. I'm sure there's a lot of exciting stuff that's been done. Um, I'm sure. But, yeah, not not a ton of stuff. I have some fun stuff coming up later the next couple months that's going to be more interesting, but we'll get to that when it comes around. It's not super exciting for I think most people. Um, but I'm excited. The baby's been a lot of fun. He's, like, moving and making faces and making sounds and being a, almost like a whole, a whole person. But still, like potato yeah basically he's like late stage potato yeah he's almost ready to be replanted like if you have potato in the pantry for too long um okay um, he's growing his little like sprouts and yeah exactly okay molding (laughs) no it's just sprout oh okay yeah so that's cool he's also sleeping more which is super cool yay i'm sure that's the which means you're sleeping more (laughs) which is odd because you'd think after not sleeping for so long getting like a solid like 12 hours of freedom like, I'd be more rested, but I feel, I think, more exhausted now. Because you're still catching up. Yeah. I would say it's just because it's like, you want to take every advantage of the free time, and so you're still sleeping just as little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Because yesterday I did, I did spend probably about five hours trying to hook together my um, NAS, and I couldn't get it to work, and it's been a headache. So, like, I think I spent, like, a good chunk of that time doing that, and it, it's still not done. So I'm like, uh and The baby's asleep during all this, right? You're not, like... No, he's he's, hel- he's he's holding the screwdrivers for me, and I'm grabbing the the screws, and he just hands me a screwdriver. So he's he's kind of, he's kind of helpful. And I put that's my, a very dexterous potato. I'll say that. Yeah, I put my soda on him when I'm when I'm in between you know things. So. That's why there was that dent in that picture. That's right. <laughs> no, but yeah, nothing nothing crazy. Just you know working our way through it, trying to see if we can put him into daycare in a couple months when it when Madeline goes back to work. Yeah, well, that's all awesome, yeah. and I'm glad you guys are doing good. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm sure the animals are adjusting to the new human as well. Cat don't care. Um, dog Perfect. does feel, I think, a little bit neglected, but he's oh, he's, he's chilled. No. He's chilled out. I think in the last like month or so. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so he's a dog like I, he's come to terms with like, oh, this thing is here now. He's not yeah. the baby anymore. Correct. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've been, I'm second fiddle now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Older brother. I'm sure his beatings have decreased with the lack of attention. No, no, beatings. Beatings will continue until morale improves. So, <laughs> I don't like this joke, and it happens every time. We Why saw a tall pesto a at the dog park the other day. Oh. It wasn't. It, he looked a lot like pesto. Same he markings. He was a poodle with the same like color. He didn't look like a poodle. He was way too tall. Did he have to a tail? A, okay. No. Hmm. Poodles. I think sometimes don't have tails either. They don't have tails, typically. Okay. Can we talk uh, about things? Yeah. What do we want to talk about first? We're not going to talk about what Britt and I have done because fuck, we don't care. We have someone else to talk about. Yeah. I, I care. Uh, you can tell me. We went to Park City today. Oh. oh, yeah. We could talk about that. Go. Yeah. We took... We, you found this like off-leash dog park... Farm, basically. It was, it was basically like a easy trail... Mm-hmm. But that was completely fenced in, so like <laughs> You're trapped. it's for dogs to be off leash. It's a fifty acre oh. off leash area. Yeah, it's pretty big, and it's like just below the hill where one of the like it's Winter where the Olympics, Olympics were. Yeah, it's in the Olympics Park. Exactly, and so like you can see. I want to say it's like the ski slopes. Yeah, it just didn't used, have any snow on it. Obviously, yeah. Um, That'd be weird. Yeah, if there were we snow did that. On it was right like now. a just a yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, we did that, and it was like an hour, and we actually had Chloe off leash, and she didn't run away. So we were <gasps> very... Much. She kind of did. I mean, when there was another dog, and she got excited, she did. And mm-hmm. then the only other time was when she was thirsty, apparently, and she found a creek. Yeah. And she, like, heard the running water, and she just, like, took off. Yeah. And just essentially dove into the water and started mm-hmm. attacking the water to drink it. Mm-hmm. That I've sounds never seen appropriate. Her do that before. Yeah. So usually like we'll try to like on walks, there's a lot of water features in all the parks here and we'll try to walk her up to them and she just doesn't care yeah. at all. But <laughs> this she one just went for it. She lost her mind today. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, I guess she does like water. Cool. Yeah. On cute. her terms. She likes water. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the only thing worth note I would say from our week. Yeah. You started playing Ocarina of Time on the 3DS. But yeah. Ooh. Have been you, there, done that. Have you? I haven't played it in years. Okay, I was gonna ask, have you played it before? Yeah, it's been a long time since I was like a kid on N sixty four, and then when I was a little older, and we lost the game, we I tried to play it on like emulators, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. You need the controller. With the that controls game. are shitty. Yeah, there is a rumor going around that a variety of things that they're going to be doing something special for the thirty fifth anniversary of Legend of Zelda. For, like, the Switch, probably? I don't know what it's going to be, but there's been talks of potential remakes, potential re-releases hmm. of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, maybe some other things. For uh, which yeah, anniversary? The, 35th. 35th. Because even, like, the 3DS games, it's like, those are 10 plus years old at this point, yeah. so it's not like it'd be too soon to yeah. redo them again. I just don't see how it could be the 35th anniversary. Of Zelda. Yeah, the, Of the, Zelda, the okay. Yeah. I was like, Ocarina of Time came out in 98. We looked this yes. up this morning. Yes, that's, we did. That's 22 years ago, which is weird to think about. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we're good to go with the topics, right? Yeah. Ready? I think so. Uh, let's talk about DC stuff first. Sure. Because I think that's where Tyler <laughs> had the most input. So yes. I want to get his input out there. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, this past Saturday, the 22nd, there was a 24-hour DC fandom event, which was like an online sort of convention that they did where they just released trailers and news. And I think they announced some new like comic lines and things like that. Um, some game trailers came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new Batman or it's like Arkhamverse, so like it's not a Batman game. I think Red Hood was the main character of the trailer, at least. I don't know who that is. Technically Robin Hood. Oh. But not. Anyways, there's also another game of Suicide Squad, and based, I, have, I haven't watched any of these, because fuck me. <laughs> um, but the plot of Suicide Squad, the game, is that the Justice League got like corrupted somehow, and they need to figure out how do we kill the Justice League, because they're the evil ones now. Hmm. So weird, interesting, but the big topic that everyone cares about is a new Batman trailer, mm-hmm. which isn't involved in the DCEU whatsoever. It's just going to be maybe not standalone, maybe like it's just new Batman, new Batman in its own little world, not affected by DCEU. Yeah. So that is out. We're going to talk about it well, right I did, now. Because I did hear that. Originally, when this movie was being planned, Ben Affleck was going to return for it, yeah, and then it, he just stepped down. So, was it originally supposed to be a part of the... I'm, yes, because, okay. yeah, as soon as... I think before Justice League came out, they were like, yeah, there's going to be a Batman standalone movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people were excited for that, and then, you know... Justice League, and Justice then, League sucked? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into why, but yes. Okay. I, I think, I think that 
Justice League kind of sent the ripple through all the plans they had because they had a bunch of other movies planned as well. Yeah, it was. I think pretty much everyone in the Justice League was gonna get their own movie, and the only one that they went through with was Aquaman because that was the first one. Yeah, I think it was already done. And yeah. Wonder Woman was already done before then because mm-hmm. she came out in between Dawn of Justice and Justice League. And I think people actually yeah. liked Wonder Woman. That one did good. Yes, it was a good mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. But Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Uh, what do you guys think? Did you like the trailer? Yeah. I mean, I, what do you think, Rob? So, I enjoyed the trailer. I wish we could see more of Pattinson because I, I, from one of the few stills of him just as Bruce Wayne, I definitely got a Spider-Man 3 vibe um, with the way his hair and kind of the way his, uh, his appearance was. And his eyeliner. Yeah. Well, well that was when he was like post-Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's after yeah. He took the mask I, off. Yeah, the cowls were moved off or taken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the vibe I got it overall kind of thematically was like a hybrid of Tim Burton's Batman and Nolan's Batman. Like it's grittier, but very cinematic. Mm-hmm. And part of that, like the Tim Burton-esque vibe, like that to me is fitting for Robert Pattinson and the look he has. Like in general, Batman and stuff has always been a little like more gothic yes because that is just the theme that is Mm -hmm. the setting you can't really get away from that are you saying that it's fitting for robert pattinson because he's a vampire (laughs) Uh, i just think it's like when people think of robert pattinson that's very up there in his head and i am just i am proud of his career trajectory (laughs) yeah he started there and in twilight and then just like he's done some cool shit hold on he was cedric diggory yeah, mm-hmm. but prior to that, yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, I do enjoy the fact that him being Batman isn't just like a joke and mm-hmm. it's like I can actually be excited to yeah. see what he's gonna people do. People were Batman. pissed when it first got announced and I was of like, That's shitty. Well yeah, people are people be, are very narrow minded. They see like patents and their immediate thought is Twilight. Vampire. Like there's no like lighthouse, there's no um mm-hmm. what was that movie he was just in with uh Timothy uh the king the king mm-hmm. like he's on a ton of a huge body of work like that's something mm-hmm. he chose to do after twilight like he did a lot of small stuff so i think and mm-hmm. i don't see the difference between this and ben affleck being chosen as batman either people are like oh my god yeah. ben affleck mm-hmm. this is terrible who dc's gonna ruin the comic franchise and there are so many times it's random where i think of ben affleck but i picture tom cruise <laughs> I don't know. And it's why. not the same. They're not even close. No, I know. Not close. It's just this weird thing my brain does. Anyway, continue, Rob. Yeah, I am definitely interested in what the point of this movie is because we we didn't see any of it. We saw that the like Riddler, what's the plot? Yeah, I yeah it's the Riddler and then maybe other villains. Mm-hmm. Like there was the there was a, the guy that looked like the penguin. I don't recall that. There was a guy who I think is supposed to be the penguin. It's possible. I was going to say that there was like the thugs that had the white makeup and like black around them. And so mm-hmm. maybe they're penguin thugs mm-hmm. or maybe they're Joker thugs. Yeah. I don't know. I Unpopular opinion. Probably I hope Joker isn't in this movie. I can't imagine they would it's... because he's the Joker has been so involved mm-hmm. in the even though this isn't DCEU, like mm-hmm. the DCEU as a whole, the mm-hmm. Joker has been very prevalent. So I yeah. would like to see like a break from that character. Yeah. Just going back to like how this kind of feels like a hybrid of Tim Burton, Nolan. I feel like the Riddler is a really good villain to make it feel Tim Burton-y because he's so like colorful as a villain. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see that because I don't think the Riddler's been in a Batman movie since jim carrey right yeah no and that was yeah. an interesting take 
<laughs> that whole movie was just interesting, I guess, in and of itself. Oh, yeah. I, 90s. <laughs> I think the concept of the Riddler just being this creepy, like, comedian-esque type, I want to see in a more modern fashion and not by, like, Jim Carrey. Yeah. My favorite take from the Riddler being in this movie was a YouTube comment and was like, boy, I can't wait for him to get 264 Riddler trophies before the credits end. <laughs> I don't get it in the arkham city like, oh there's like riddler trophies throughout the oh, entire city and it's an achievement i think it's and there's stupid. over 200 of them stupid <laughs> yeah that's the thing um yeah i would honestly want to see a villain that hasn't been in a movie yeah because we've seen the penguin we've seen the riddler two-face Bane. yeah i agree but i also yeah. think that they're underrepresented as batman villains and they're definitely some of the most interesting Batman villains. So I, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, again, I'm not disappointed. I'm just, I would, you know, I would like to see some different deeper cuts. I think if this does well, I don't think, I don't think I saw Mr. Freeze in the trailer. I think I'm thinking of the Gotham Knights trailer where they had him, but Mr. Freeze would be a very interesting uh, villain to use because his yeah. whole story isn't like I'm, it, it's, I forget what I was listening to this for. Oh, it was on uh, the Funhouse podcast. They're talking about like villains in the the modern era, and they talked about how like originally it was like countries or people being evil that worked for countries or some other proto uh, country that's being evil. And we don't ever see villains that are evil, but for a purpose, kind of like Thanos. And I think Mister Freeze mm-hmm. would be a very unique villain because he's not evil in so far as like he's trying to do things. He's just trying to protect himself and his wife, and it just comes down to the Walter White of I got to just start doing bad shit to make it so i think that'd be if this does well to get a sequel with mr freeze it'd be really neat to see how they they do that kind of thing he's definitely the tragic hero type that turned into a villain i think that's what works best because it's so easy to see that line and how they fell off the hero path yeah and there's depth to the character it's not just evil whereas with someone like the joker they have no depth i mean it depends on the writing yeah for the movie Yeah. yeah But for the most part, because even in uh, Dark Knight, like, he didn't really have too much depth. He just wanted chaos. Yeah. That was it. It's just, it was really fun to watch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. That's why people latched onto yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, it can go from lack of depth over in Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Like, yeah. It really, you know, it's a toss-up. It, d- it depends on the writing. Yeah. The one interesting thing to come out of the um, Batman stuff is that in the Flash movie very likely going to see three Batman. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Keaton, uh, Pattinson, and Affleck's Batman. Hmm. Yeah. So, oh, that was pretty neat. It'd be interesting if they can get Nolan's Batman just as like a kind of a, maybe cameo, some sort of like uh, background thing just to talk about like the multiverse and stuff like that of, of DC. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I'm not really holding my breath. I'm not yeah, me either. Too, I'm not interested in the Flash at all, so. Really? Uh, nothing I've seen of him or seen of his show, I'm uh, doesn't do anything for me. I like the music in the trailer, which I thought was surprising. Yep. Like it started off as like, oh, is this some weird shitty cover of some song? And then it just like became mostly instrumental. And I was like, okay, yeah, this works. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Michael Giacchino. Of course it is. Oh, hip. He's done like everything. Yeah. So. He, it's like him, uh, the guy who does Westworld and um, uh, the other sh- and Game of Thrones. It's between those two. Oh, yeah, and Warcraft. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like uh, Ramon Dejuani, I think. They're like, yep. in, those two guys are like in everything. Or Michael Elfman. Or 
Hans Demon Zimmer. Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman, not Michael Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Michael Elfman. <laughs> the guy yeah, his lesser-known brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's the electrician. He's not really doing much stuff on the uh, visible yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, because Danny Elfman, he even did the Justice League music. Yeah. So he's still relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does things. He also was an Oingo Boingo. That is true. Oh. Super relevant. <laughs> it's very relevant. Um, so, yeah, I think the big takeaway from this trailer is like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's we're also starved of movies and we haven't seen a superhero movie in a year. We're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Anything, please. <laughs> please. Just give us Movie. a comics, please. Yeah. Like, that's always in the back of my head now when I see a trailer. I'm like, am I just, like, that desperate for anything new? I need the cinema Con- experience. I would like a crumb of content, please. Please. Please, uh... Content. Please. But, you know, with that in mind, I am excited to see this movie. I think the Joker was literally the saving grace for the DCEU. Yeah. A Harley Quinn movie, eh, it didn't happen. We didn't see it. doesn't matter. But the Joker, that's what they can do when they're not beholden to some major overarching plot and mm-hmm. three, seven movies, whatever. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that Warner Brothers has been pretty terrible when it comes to, like, getting their hands in and messing with plots mm-hmm. and everything. I think they just need to, like, set a vision, like, this is what we want overall, go have fun versus this is what we want and then micromanaging every single project is just a recipe for disaster i think i don't know what finally got it through to them that's what seems to be the case with the marvel movies and that's why it worked out is like they were like okay we just need to end up here how you get there eh, that you you have that control yeah just do the thing and speaking of control and warner brothers getting into stuff (laughs) the the other big trailer that came out is the justice league Zack snyder cut yeah um so i haven't seen that trailer but i did see the movie and i know rob you watched the trailer so big thoughts Uh, oh sorry we got to get tyler's thoughts oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, where'd he go oh yes uh okay do you want me to do it or do you want to do it no please you do it (laughs) okay All right, so Tyler wants us to know that he thinks Pattinson is a very spicy man. Very spicy man. Nobody else can make that particular bat look so sensual. And I can't wait to see him light up the screen with his sterning, steaming hot charisma. This movie will be a disappointing mess. (laughs) (laughs) The hold up meme. Um, But he also thinks and hopes that Jared Leto shows up as a joker and he and he and Robert Pattinson, with all that mascara and eyeliner, do a duet on some old super emo thirty seconds to Mars song. <laughs> that should be like the end credit scene. Yeah, it's like you just hear like the Joker laugh, and then it's like an alley, and it's him singing, and then Batman shows up. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. Also, also, I forgot. What's the over under we see Batman's parents killed in this movie? God, I hope we don't see it. I, I even even with the flashback, it's like it's like Spider Man's backstory. We all get it. We mm-hmm. all know. We don't need to see it again. I don't think they can control themselves, and I think we're gonna see his parents die again. Why? I don't know. They're still doing it. They why? Did because we, you don't know. We saw it in the Joker movie. Like that was even like <laughs> it's not even a fucking Batman movie. <laughs> because we have to see it. I they can't control oh, themselves. God. We're gonna see more dead parents. That's all I'm saying. I hate this fucking if they don't, that's bullshit. instantly gonna set the bar at the movie as an eight out of ten for me. If they don't, you said. 
if I don't see dead parents, it's going to start at an 8 out of 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can get on board with that. <laughs> All right. Justice League. Justice League. We forgot about it, just like the studio yes. did. Um, well, I, th- I think... So, quick backstory. The part of the reason why it sucked so much wasn't because the studio... It, too much. It was more because they brought in a completely di- different director because Snyder stepped aside. And so, Joss Whedon came in and did stuff. Um, that's why we got the super awesome uh, CGI'd mustache mm-hmm. on... Uh, Superboy, but uh, the trailer looks so much better. It, it it is a looks like a completely different movie. Like the through lines, I think will be very similar. There'll be different plot points that were that are consistent from the other movie, but like it, it looks like they're gonna tell an entirely different story. It's is Steppenwolf still gonna be the main villain? He's in it, but he looks entirely not entirely. Looks it looks very different. And more lo- looks like what was storyboarded by Snyder and team prior to him stepping okay. aside so he's much more uh menacing and dark which I'm, I'm very happy for um and i think let's see they desaad is another villain that shows up they have a, a quick cut of him and the very beginning of the trailer shows dark side okay i was gonna say like i wonder if they're gonna include dark side in this yeah and so there's dark side you speak at hmm. the end i think we still get some sort of flash forward or flash aside to what the batman nightmare oh i know that was from uh bvs so this this is something yeah, this, this is something else entirely where we still see the omega symbol though on a scorched earth hmm. um, surface and there's some I think weird shenanigans with um, the Flash more cyborg scenes it looks like I think it's it look, they show his dad dying in the trailer so oh. yeah we saw pretty much nothing of cyborg yeah. so and um, Snyder has contended that cyborg was always meant to be like the glue that held the team together so I think we're gonna yeah. see a lot bigger cyborg and I really hope so because I think uh, I can't think of his name right now. I think it's like Ray Parker or something. Um, th- we see more of that character. Cause Cyborg's a very interesting character because of the way he's tied into like uh, the Mother Boxes and Dark Side. So uh, I'm excited. Um, it's gonna be a four-hour long miniseries, so one-hour long episodes um, re- really? released next okay. year. So a couple things. Is one, I think I think what's really gonna happen is if this, if this becomes wildly successful, I think that's gonna maybe reshape what happens in the future of the DCU cinematically. I'm hoping it is. Which well. I think is I think it's fair because. They need to realize, like, maybe they don't compete with Marvel in the exact same sphere. Maybe they don't try and do two-hour segments across ten years. Maybe they just do one big chunk of four-hour television that's like, holy shit, this is actually really good. Like, you know, you don't have to just keep copying Marvel. You can try and do something different that also works. Well, I think we saw it in, was Dawn of Justice? I forget which one it was. Um, Where we see um, Luther... Uh, blow up the guy in the wheelchair in in the senate hearing that is donna justice yeah i I think where the dceu can be a little bit better is it can be they can handle more mature topics with some of their properties but still have the fun excitement solo movies like we saw in uh, shazam wonder woman um and aquaman like there's still those marvel-esque spectacles but with the team-ups or the you know multi-character movies they can be a little bit more unique than just like Here's a big bad guy. We're going to beat him up at the end of the film. So. Yeah. Because so. America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Earth in general. That's what I just get this very America feel from the Avengers. Oh. Well, that's Avengers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's what I'm Justice talking about. League is Earth. Yeah, they're, I know. I'm talking about Avengers. Yeah. Well, that's, I, We're not. No one cares about Avengers anymore. They're done. I, well, I think that the through line with that yeah. is that originally that was the whole point of the, the characters is they were mm-hmm. very much like proto-American like ideals against like... Uh, they, I think mm-hmm. it was contemporary Nazism. I forget. Yeah, because Captain America came out either in the middle of or shortly after 
World War Two. Yeah. So so it's kind of there's a reason why you feel that way. It's it's part of the D, mm-hmm. part of the DNA. I guess also he's yes. Captain America, so like kind of. <laughs> I was like, he's the like obvious yeah. one, but even Stark and fucking other Thor. people. Thor. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> Thor doesn't feel. I don't know. He feels like he just kind of got like drafted. He feels like a foreigner, really. Yeah. It kind of bothers me. I don't like him in those films. He just, <laughs> he just got drafted into this other planet's fight. <laughs> yeah, it's conscripted. Let's go fight our wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, TLDR. I'm excited. You should all be excited too. Go watch the trailer. Great. <laughs> they will be in the description if you haven't seen them. Let's move on. Get our DC talk. Okay. So Brittany, you get to explain the segment. So I really just wanted an excuse to make Cody watch all these movies I really liked as a kid. And the intent was that they were going to be more... Chick flicks. Chick flick rom-coms. Yes, because I feel like... For the podcast, I watch a lot of action movies and superhero movies and nerd things. And I'm like, this is my turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my turn. I really like a lot of most of the movies we have to watch for the podcast, but... Get to watch. Sometimes I have to watch them. <laughs> Get to watch. So I was like, it's my turn to make yes. you watch garbage that I love, but also know is really bad. So I want your hot take on these at least 10-year-old movies. Yes. Some of them will be 20 or 30-year-old movies. Sure will. And so I let you pick the order that we watch them in. Yes. And I have inadvertently gone from best to worst. Technically, no. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the main point of this segment, it's going to be recurring for don't know how long, but they're not going to be huge meaty chunks. Just yeah, they're short. My thoughts. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Does it hold up as a good movie, or am I being sentimental? So let's get into it, because Rob actually enjoyed this movie, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Mm-hmm. That's why he wanted to. That's part of why he wanted to be on. It's the only reason why I wanted to be on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, did you see that in theaters, Rob? I, I, I don't know. That's that was a while ago. I don't think yeah. so. I think I rented it or I bought ago. it. I think actually I might own the DVD. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I I have seen it a handful of times though. Interesting. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. I haven't seen any of the movies we're going to be watching before, so um, I don't know. It was fine. It was just frustrating. Um, I, every time I looked over at like a scene that I knew would be frustrating, you were rolling your eyes. We're shaking my head. Yes. Just because you said it was like kind of the point. It's just the main character, Tom. That's yes. His name? I almost forgot. Um, he's just th- shit. He's just annoying. And I told you pretty much as soon as the movie started, I was like, oh, so this is going to be like the great value Annie Hall. And yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Down to the fact that the main character is annoying and I don't think I'm supposed to like him. Mm-hmm. If what, Once you've watched it a few times, you will you shouldn't like him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know when it first came out, there were like a split. There was a split camp of guys that thought that he was kind of the hero of the story and that Summer was a bitch. I just... And then a few years later, they realized, wait, no. Yeah. He's not supposed to be the good guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Through osmosis of the years that I've known of this movie, I just always thought that this was like people romanticize their relationship and it's like the dream and blah, blah, blah. And then when I watch it, I was like, none of this is great, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just a very average relationship that he built up in his head. And it was like, she's perfect for me. She likes the Smiths. Well, Done. I I, I think it's even, it's part of it is like he's fantasizing about it before it existed. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the big the big part of it, and then it's like, oh, 
at the end he's like oh i'm i'm he, he's like the the reviewer so who thought it was he was the hero at the end he's like no i'm just an idiot yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but then he does it all over again because autumn yeah he means autumn that was so on the nose i was like really Come he on. looks at the camera yeah yeah and i said fuck you yeah you did <laughs> you're better than this jgl <laughs> yeah i don't know it just essentially everything chloe grace moretz baby baby chloe said in that <laughs> movie was accurate it's yeah. just she wasn't perfect there's soulmate like it's too much you're mm-hmm. reading way too much into this just because you want a girlfriend yeah and it's okay she's so wise she's very yeah, wise whatever reason mm-hmm. humor i was talking to you about a brit and that even though i think tom is definitely in the wrong i still can't knock him for being as upset as he was because he was very clearly into the relationship and wanted it to be more than what it was and so when it ended he's clearly crushed yeah and while i think he's a shitter and like a omega fuck boy mm-hmm. i can give him credit for not lashing out at summer yeah he didn't become malicious or mean in any way towards her which Mm -hmm. i did not expect yeah from watching the movie so in in that regard i think they wrote tom in a very interesting way Mm -hmm. where he can be obsessive without being the worst yeah and so i did enjoy that part of his character Mm -hmm. yeah one thing uh talking to people that watched the movie before and kind of gave their feelings of it uh i I need to mention that there was a group of female co-workers i had that actually didn't like this movie solely because it wasn't a happy ending like their relationship didn't just work out and it wasn't just all roses and i was like that's the point though right like it the point was literally that it wasn't a perfect relationship and that he didn't get it um i always thought it was very interesting the people like the the contrast there as well as people was like i don't like rom-coms if they don't end predictably Mm-hmm. But it's like, it is a happy ending for Summer. Yeah. Like, if you see it, if the movie is about her, she has a way happy ending. Mm-hmm. She found her soulmate. Mm-hmm. And when she never thought she would, and then exactly. it, was a, it was a lie. It is a happy ending. And even more so because, like, Tom gets over it. Mm-hmm. Finally. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not in the best of ways, but, like, it does happen. Mm-hmm. And he's able to be happy again and do better for himself. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. Those are guppers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so so objectively from your modern take is it a good movie uh it's fine okay i i can't say it's good just because it's he's frustrating it's hard to mm-hmm. like get behind him as a main character mm-hmm. when it's just like sickening sickeningly puppy dog love mm-hmm. and you could just see you know what the story is gonna be the second he sees summer and so it's Mm-hmm. i don't know it's fine would i watch it again it's not a hard thing to watch so maybe but yeah i was not blown away by it and i think Did, was it fun uh sure yeah again because of it's short like yeah it was easy enough to get through mm-hmm. and i think watching annie hall so recently definitely makes this a lesser movie so yeah i didn't realize until watching it this time how much it's like annie hall yeah and it's worse because, like, Annie Hall just jumps around without telling you this one is very upfront about when is when. Yeah. Where I would have liked it more if it didn't tell me what yeah. day was what day. So you liked Annie Hall more than this? Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. Anyway, as Tyler would say, in 2009, Zoe Deschanel was the hero Gotham needed, but not the hero it deserved. <laughs> the hero Robin needed. Because yeah. he's also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Robin in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, anyway i do have two comments to make on it i think part of the reason why i've seen it so many times it's because i really like the soundtrack of the movie um, yes. i think the soundtrack's pretty solid 
Um, mm-hmm. and I like two- the one song, Temper Tantrum. Yes. That's it. Temper Trap. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you Idiot. asked me three times, because the song plays like three times in the movie, and every time he's like, wait, who is this again? <laughs> fuck you. Even like after his finish, I was like, I'm going to remember them so I can look them up, and I was like, Temper Tantrum. I kept saying it in my head. <laughs> You'll get there. Throw a fucking they have actually other, other good songs, too, on that album. And then two, I didn't realize, like, the cat. I forgot what the cast, like, there's a bunch of people in there that are, like, fairly mm-hmm. well-known. Like, you got Jeffrey Arend, you got Clark, uh, he, he was the guy, he's a bunch of different stuff, I know he's a Madam Secretary, but he's, like, from Super Troopers and Bubble was Boy. Was he and McKenzie or something? Uh, he was... Does he have, like, curly hair? Yes. Okay, then yes. McKenzie. Yes, McKenzie. Matthew Greg Grubler. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Um, and then you had Clark Gregg from Avenger, or, um, uh, Agent Coulson. Shield. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, everything. oh, I know all these people. These these are mm-hmm. how do I not remember any of them? I only remember the two main ca- I guess probably because of the main characters, but Yeah. The actress that plays Shirley in community has like one line. And the one lady from Bones is Yeah, in it as she's well. like a recurring character in Bones. That's where the wedding that's she's the wedding. She's person. Millie. Sure. I forgot her name. Patricia I Belcher. Remember everything. <laughs> so anyway. So, movie interesting movie fine yeah we'll see how it goes as this trend continues so yeah that'll get stamp of okay that will yeah it's eh (laughs) 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 so can't wait for more and now we can Mm -hmm. get into another movie it's all downhill from here (laughs) sure is are we ready to get into the hunt yes so yeah we're gonna talk about the hunt it came out uh, technically this year yes yep it was supposed to come out last august i believe but there was a shooting or something right there were two shootings within like a two-week period texas right there was dayton ohio and el paso texas that's right yeah and then everyone was like you shouldn't maybe (laughs) not right now (laughs) yeah it came out in march so, hey, it's one of the new films of the year, and that's why we picked it. It's few and far between. Because I was like, oh my god, there was a movie that came out that maybe isn't garbage. Yeah. Let's watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would say I enjoyed it. It was fun. I. It, it was exactly what I expected from a Blumhouse movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. It didn't take itself so seriously, and I feel like the writing it had was very on point, I on guess. On the nose. On the nose. Like, it knew... It was satire, I guess. It was very good satire for what it was trying to do. Yeah, it was definitely political, Mm -hmm. but it very accurately made fun of both ends, Yeah, Mm -hmm. which I think is rare in political movies nowadays, which I think is only fair because they're both stupid. Hot take (laughs) over here. (laughs) Weird. It's funny you say that because I remember the controversy when it was going to get released. A lot of the conservatives and and the current president, Trump, was was very salty about what this was perceived to be about and how it was basically targeting only conservatives. But it's definitely not. Yeah. Technically, the conservatives and the deplorables, we'll say, is like they're the targets of the hunt. Mm -hmm. But as far as the satire, it's also liberals and how ridiculous they are too because anytime they had a scene together like they could not go a couple sentences without needing to correct themselves yes like (laughs) i'm sorry i gendered that or we can still call them black people now or (laughs) bullshit or he's wearing a kimono that's appropriation yes that's perfect (laughs) like so it definitely takes shots at both sides yeah sure does it it 
it's not playing favorites in this no. movie, which again, like it, it's not expected. Yeah. So that made yeah. it enjoyable, mm-hmm. and it's very short runtime, exactly at ninety minutes. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect little trash to consume. Yeah. I really like the opening sequence where yes, you really good. have no idea what to expect because you keep thinking someone's the main character and then they die. Spoilers. <laughs> So, yeah, like, you have a couple of minutes with, like, a couple different people, and then they get killed off. And so it's, like, by the time you finally get to the main character, like, is it? Is it? Because they do, uh, the the thing they do in the opening scenes is, like, that's where the big name actors are. Yeah. And so you get a couple of minutes with them, and then they die off. And so when you finally get to the main character, like, I don't know who she is. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's she, it. Who is it? Which yeah. one was the main character? I've never heard of her before. I think her name's like Betty something. Betty Glippin. Gilpin. Gilpin. She's been in stuff. She was in Glow. Oh. And isn't it romantic? So, yeah, she has a, she definitely has a a long IMDb page, but it's just nothing, nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed her in this movie. You loved her. (laughs) She made the best faces and... I don't know if she really does have an accent, but her accent made it even better. Yeah, her Mississippi yes. drawl. Yes. She's yeah. born in New York, so. Yeah, so she doesn't have a Mississippi nah, accent. No, she was in New York whole life. That's funny. But just the delivery of her lines and the faces she makes. And like, I thought she was perfect in this kind of movie. It gave me a lot of your next yes. feels where it's the secret badass woman that just destroys everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I like those movies. Yeah. Her timing is great. <laughs> Everything. I don't want to like get into specifics. I just want you to experience it. I Rob. mean, my favorite in regards to her timing is like the end scene where she's in, not the very end scene, but mm-hmm. when she's in the bunker and she has Liberty, mm-hmm. you know, spoilers, 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 dying in front of her and she's about to kill her and just like, do you have any questions, Don? <laughs> and then when um, a little he's bit... like, "Don't kill her. She's a woman." <laughs> she's like, "Ma'am, do you, do you think that you deserve mercy because you're a female?" <laughs> and she's progressive. So she's like, "No." <laughs> and um, then same area when she's with the military guy and she, he's not answering her questions, and so she's like pushing on his wound. She's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." It's great. Yeah, she I think was like. The best casting choice for this because yeah. she played the character exactly. The movie needed someone to play the character like this. That's yes. what I'll say, and yes. it worked out. Very fun to watch her. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that that reaffirms my desire to see the movie. I know I, yeah. in the trailers I'd seen last year, I guess. Uh, yeah, it looked interesting, um, mm-hmm. but then COVID happened, and then baby happened. And I'm like, I haven't watched anything longer than 20 minutes on my phone. Yeah, so I'm it's, like, okay, I commit to this. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely a good baby-watching movie. Like, you don't need to see, be glued to the screen okay. to yeah. get the... But it's still fun. It's fun, yeah. but, like, again, you could be doing something else. Yeah. And then, like, when action starts, you could be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's like, in the vein of things like Super Troopers and those kind of, like... Yes. Not, it's, your brain doesn't really have to work too hard to kind of inter- be entertained no. by it. Okay. Yeah. You, right. You're very much spoon-fed this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you <dumb>. even... <laughs> Even, like, the twists, I guess, if you call them that, you're just like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it, cool, that's great. Okay. Maybe we'll put those on uh, tomorrow or something. Yeah. Do a, do a run through. Did you like Glenn Howerton in this movie, Cody? Yeah. Uh, naturally, I was disappointed by how little he was in it, but yeah. he was still fun. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Go nowhere and ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then I won't say who the main villain was. Yeah. Because it was like tried to be framed. I don't know why they framed it as such a surprise. Like we were supposed to know who she was. Because like you would see her in the movie like a couple times, but it was always from the behind her. Yeah. And then when they finally showed her, it was like this huge reveal. And I looked at you and I was like, who is that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. I don't know why they did it that way, but maybe just to make you think she's this like really terrifying person. Yeah. Which it does help with her being this unknown force and Mm -hmm. it is kind of the drove where it's like mega bad villain you're not allowed to see their face so yeah (laughs) i get it but this is a fun movie i would i definitely enjoyed it i could easily see myself watching it i think like you said i think you nailed it when you said it's like your next i think it Mm -hmm. they go side by side they could easily be in the same category yeah did you see your next rob my next you're next you're next you are next Uh, in the last 10 years did i see this it's a good movie. It looks like a really shitty horror movie, but it's a good movie. It just becomes a slasher. But the main character like, is a slasher. Yeah, it was like the main <laughs> character is a slasher, but yeah. like from the... It's just a nice twist on a horror movie. I don't know if I've seen this. I remember I'm reading the, the summary of it, and I'm like, this sounds so familiar. Did I see it or did I read it like three or four years ago? Huh. It's a good watch. Yeah. It's, again, if... This the hunt interests you. Your next would definitely interest you, and it's the same thing where you don't need to be glued yeah. to the TV to watch it. Yeah, I would say your next is bloodier. Uh, yeah, yeah, because this is Blumhouse, and so it's like they're gory, but mm-hmm. they're not great at yeah. gore. So, any other big thoughts on this movie? Uh, no, I I'm glad I watched it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not disappointed. Um, but again, not an amazing movie. No. So I think I'm ready to rate it out of ten. Pigs. He was a cute little pig. Yeah, Oliver. <laughs> Orwell. Orwell, sorry. Yeah, because George Orwell. Yes. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Piglet's fine, because he was a cute little piglet. Yes. He had a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, you go first. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. Pretty enjoyable. Caught me off guard, so. Yeah. I just don't know if my, my opinion's skewed right now, because I'm thirsty for new movies. <laughs> Again, it's, it's going to be in the back of our mind the entire year. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Seven two, but seven two seven point two or like seventy two out of ten. <laughs> seven as well. There we go. All right, okay. but with an asterisk because I don't know if I'm just like I've got cabin fever or something. Yeah. Oh, you do, but <laughs> I just don't know. That's just part of it now. All right, that's that. Watch it. It's it's fun. Go check it out. And with that, I think we have to say goodbye to our robot friend over there in the corner. Is he leaving? Yeah, for forever. He's got one more topic left. An exciting yeah. topic, I hear. Are you ever going to watch Dark Rob? Ever? Uh, possibly. Yeah. I, okay. In the foreseeable future. When your baby can start entertaining himself? Yeah. Um, that's, I, I that's think more this- likely. You'll yeah. probably have to wait like five years before you can watch this. Cause yeah. like, you'll it's, need to pay attention. Because it's... In a different language. Well, yeah. that too. Yeah. I can, wait, it's, it's German, right? Mindfuck. Yeah. 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 I can, I can, da. I can learn. Uh, da is Russian. I can learn yeah. German. Fucking commie. Get out of here. That's, they, they think us, lib- <laughs> they think us lib- liberals are a bunch of commies. Yeah. All right. Uh, any parting thoughts before we ship you off, Rob? Ship me off to another country. No, I don't know. 
Any know. anything we should look out for media wise, movie wise that you can think of, or has it been pretty? Is it the Sahara out there still? Yeah, it's kind of. Well, you guys are talking about the the the, the thirst for new media. Yeah, um, yeah, and I I, I have definitely agree it's really shitty right now because there's nothing new out and mm-hmm. like i think the best we're gonna get is mulan coming to disney plus for an, a 30-ish dollar fee it's 30 dollars. Um, i'm not watching that no. yeah. i was never gonna watch it anyways and i saw yeah. that and i was like no it makes sense for families yeah <clears throat> doesn't oh, make yeah. sense for us no yeah i mean especially if, if you, you, that's a lot of money for a disposable income thing that you're necessarily not going to enjoy nearly as much as going to a theater um mm-hmm. right so no i did find a new podcast i like but it's definitely uh, more political science-y. Um, mm. So that's that's the newest thing I've been doing, and I've been get, getting Great. more into political science readings uh, and stuff. So no, I'm very I'm getting I'm getting harder. boring and old. I know, yeah. You're turning into a parent. You're yeah. trying to figure out what sort of poison you want to whisper in, into your son's ears. How can I indoctrinate him sooner to make him a capitalist? Yeah. You should have like found a podcast while Madeline was pregnant, so you could just put the headphones on. God. <laughs> Perfect. Good idea. How did I not That's, see it? Now you know what to do for the next one. That's right. Next one? Are you crazy? Shut up. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was in the works. Not yet. <laughs> give, 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 us, give us some breathing room. We, just, this guy what is are still, we, your parents? Calm down. <laughs> So when are we going to have another little one? Uh, the more saying. people around me that have children, the less pressure I feel. Because I know that all my friends and my family have other babies to pay mm-hmm. attention to. Yeah. Yeah, because you just be like, oh, but look at this cute baby. Don't yeah. worry about okay, my yeah, our empty house. Yeah. Wavy hands. Don't worry about what's going on over here. There's no child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Well, I think that's it for rob thanks again for being on Yeah, get the fuck out thanks for having me i hope we'll talk soon (laughs) yes please don't be a stranger okay would never all right bye y'all bye now there's just two of us um we're gonna get into dark if you haven't seen any of dark go back where the fuck have you been but i mean you know maybe it's the first episode but if it is please go back we're about to spoil all of dark Mm -hmm. we finally finished it we're about to review it um check the timestamps in case you're scared and we're going into it three two one uh was the ending let down for you no okay i will start with there because we watched the seventh and eighth episodes but since we finished it it's gonna be hard to really like dive into episode seven specifics because like so much of it is just like leading into the finale yeah so i think it's better to just overall talk about it yeah uh, i wasn't either i saw some people in reddit talking about it like they were okay with ending but they wanted the dark ending which would have been magnus what um jonas and martha i got so mad at myself (laughs) jonas and martha escaping to the origin world and them being the cause of the crash yeah and it's just this like depressing cycle yeah that like they are the reason it happens in the first place yeah that's like that's what i thought was gonna happen like the knot cannot be broken yeah and so people they were oh they were fine with the knot breaking but they were wanting that Mm -hmm. uh i think people were saying like the nihilistic ending or just like there is no escape i think that would be too much like i get why people want that but that's kind of the whole show though exactly so i think they need a little bit of relief like none of the main characters really got to survive this 
But so I, it's still not like a happy ending, but but at the same time, they they were never there to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's like them being gone doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. As it's like hard to wrap my head around. At least it's like they were never important enough in the origin world. So it's like Mm -hmm. them being gone doesn't ultimately change anything. It doesn't matter. And I think that in and of itself is a very dark and depressing way to look at the ending. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because I'm sure you saw the Reddit comments talking about where like Tan House built this machine to go back in time and save his family and stuff. And he inadvertently did that. He just doesn't know. He'll never know. Yeah. And that's the point of time travel. So mm-hmm. it's like he created this essentially like an algorithm mm-hmm. that went through its loop however many times it needed to finally like solve itself. Yeah. So. However many endings that Dr. Strange saw until he found the one that worked. It was like 16 million, four hundred yeah. five thousand something. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to be parroting Reddit a lot, but I think it is like interesting talking points of the show. It's like so much conflict within the show is about uh, parents or friends like find, trying to look for someone, trying to get someone back. Mm-hmm. And it's like it was feeding off Tanhouse somehow. Mm-hmm. And like that's the entire reason he made this machine, which made these two worlds, is like loss and mm-hmm. wanting back what he doesn't have anymore yeah and it's like all of season one it's all about getting mickle back and things Mm -hmm. like that and then uh season two with like claudia and getting regina back Mm -hmm. things like that and then this season three is all about martha and in a bigger scale the world's back Mm -hmm. how they were and stuff like that so i think it's very interesting and Mm -hmm. i don't know crazy i think the i don't think the introducing third a third prime world was too much no because I was saying it. Mm-hmm. We almost got into an argument after episode seven because I was saying like Tan House was like, that can't be the Tan House we know. Mm-hmm. I was like, that bunker couldn't have been used. He had Charlotte. Like he was raising a child. Yeah. He couldn't have spent this much time. And then it was, that wasn't the Tan House we know. Yeah. It's the third Tan House. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, I think that just goes to show how well the story was written. Yeah. It's like when people can figure it out, even though, yeah, it's far-fetched, but it's right. I think mm-hmm. that is when you have a complicated but not bullshit story. Yeah. Yeah. There's logic to it. As much logic as you can have. But, like, if you sit down and, like, do a family tree or do, like, a chronological story, it'll all make sense and everything happens for a reason and not just, like, other shows that... <laughs> exist where they just do twists for the sake of twists yeah. but they contradict other twists that have happened and then they just say an end of show right yeah but i mean like is there really logic and multiverses i don't know enough about science yeah. and quantum physics like, to say yes or no it's always in the realm of possibilities but that doesn't like that doesn't mean anything yeah. any of the missing threads did they upset you the big one i saw was alexander yeah i wish they kind of expanded on that more but i know that it's not the important part and it was just kind of a red herring yeah and i i like i was never too invested in it it was more of just like oh it'd be nice to know mm-hmm. what that's about but at the same time not knowing doesn't change anything yeah it was it was never shown to us because it ultimately isn't important and yeah. so I think I'm okay with letting that go. 
I think it's up there with like Wooler's eye. I think and it's less of a joke. It's I, less of a joke, <laughs> but like I think it's a good representation that they kind of were very tongue in cheek about is like it doesn't matter. It's not a part of the loop. It really isn't that important yeah. why this is happening. Like these are the people that aren't a part of this. Right. And well, I mean, they're just normal he, people. Alexander Tiedemann was a part of it. Was he a part of the loop? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean... No, he came from a different town. That's right. Okay. He had nothing to do with it. The, so why didn't he show up in... I room? have no idea. Right. So that's what leads me to believe, like, he is involved in it somehow. It's just... It but was, how? He was never given... Yeah. Yeah. And then I think there was one other thing that was never, like, expanded on or explained, really. Is it Agnes? I want to say Agnes. People were kind of like... They didn't show... Where she went. They didn't show where he went, where she went, but like I think you can just surmise that she has to go back to a certain time where she has Trant. Right, like that's her purpose, and I think they didn't need to spoon feed that part to us, where we can just know based on the family tree we saw about eight times is she is up there with the origin. Yes, as this is where it starts, but it's. It would have been interesting to see. Not just that. Like, I don't care seeing that. It's just I wish she was more important. Because yeah. it feels like Noah was this huge force in the entire loop and stuff. And, mm -hmm. like, Agnes seemed to be, like, the counterpoint to him. And then in yeah. reality, she wasn't. Yeah. He turned out not to be, like, this huge force. He was really just looking for his daughter. But that impacted so much. Yeah. Like, yeah, th mm -hmm. that's all he was doing. But look how much it changed. I mean, she killed him. Yeah, and like that's all she did. Yeah. In uh, she had Trant and she killed Noah. Yeah. At the behest of Adam when Adam could have just killed Noah. Mm -hmm. It's like t I see it I see it less as Agnes outright killing him and just Adam killing Noah mm -hmm. through Agnes. But why would she do that? I don't remember why she did it. I think Adam just told her to. Manipulated her enough to, into doing yeah. it. I think that's really it. Like we mm -hmm. don't we're never told that. Mm -hmm. which again it's fine because mm -hmm. it ultimately doesn't mean anything yeah as we can tell mm -hmm. um, i really enjoyed the scene in the finale with um adam and eva where you know she thinks something's gonna happen certainly because it always happens that way when mm -hmm. it doesn't like reality kind of sets in for both of them like this this time it's different mm -hmm. this time it's gonna work and it's like and we need to stop they're adam and eve personas breaks and mm -hmm. all you're left with is jonas and martha mm -hmm. and they're like tired yeah <laughs> they're so tired of everything they did and they just like hold each other mm -hmm. it's like fuck it was a good scene <laughs> yeah they're good actors mm -hmm. yeah everyone yeah i there wasn't any one character in this season where i like could make fun of or like mm -hmm. they were over dramatic or anything like that mm -hmm. like i think the I mean, this might be unfair, but the actor that plays Magnus sometimes makes stupid faces that yeah. just seem like an overreaction to some He things. does, but again, like, he's in this season a very minor character, so, like, yeah. it doesn't really hamper the show. Yeah. I do wish we saw more of these kind of ancillary characters, like Magnus and Francisca and Mikkel. Where's and... the time for it? Yeah, there isn't time That's... for it, but it's like, I just, they felt useless at a certain point because they are yeah like they're just pawns exactly it's like they feel useless because they are yeah. when you get into these higher 
yeah loops essentially just, i plan on rewatching it so it's yeah. going to be really like disappointing to go back and watch and like they spend all this time on these characters in the beginning that end up not really mattering i don't i don't know if i'll feel that way yeah i think i'll be fine with it because it's like we're seeing it from jonas's perspective mm-hmm. and it's like at the time they are very important mm-hmm. and they they do mean a lot and it's as he gets further involved it's just he realizes like there are higher things at play mm-hmm. because it's like are you going to feel disappointed with noah when he seems to be like the main villain of the first season and like you know he is bartosh's son he's just as manipulated mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i think it's like another theme of this show that isn't as like in your face is like perspective is a huge thing mm-hmm. i don't know i think that's an important part mm-hmm. the coolest part of episode seven is if you watch up until the recap moment oh. like you can start the show over mm-hmm. and you'll be stuck in a loop mm-hmm. so i think that's cool because it's where everything kind of takes off mm-hmm. it's like that is the moment where like all the important characters start moving and mm-hmm. the show begins and you can see it from their perspective right like why the stranger went back and mm-hmm crazy claudia going and doing her Mm -hmm. thing and yeah crazy yeah i saw people that were saying they were like slightly let down by the ending it's like they're gonna keep season seven or episode seven as like their end yeah i like the finale i was fine with it yeah i just don't want any more existential dread (laughs) i wanted it to end where it's just these are just some normal people that weren't really a part of it and without all of these toxic figures in their life, they can just be happy. The one thing in the finale I will knock is definitely that, like, bridge scene. The show does not have a good CGI budget. Yeah. Like, because we talked about it with the Martha scene when she mm-hmm. was strapped together and then fucking spooky. It felt like I was on Space Mountain. <laughs> I've seen people in the comments on Reddit say it just was, like, Interstellar. Uh, but I've never seen Interstellar. The... Yes, what they were what they were doing yes visually no Mm -hmm. but what they did yes Mm -hmm. it was definitely uh hints of interstellar which was cool but visually no how do you feel because i know you're the world's biggest tana fan how do you feel with her getting lumped in with the happy ending i think it's fitting like like i kind of said before without all of these other toxic people from the loop interfering with people not really involved they people can kind of have normal lives yeah like winden is not tainted yeah like i think claudia said it like it's a cancer the loop mm-hmm. and i think removing that situation she's probably just a normal person mm-hmm. and she seems happy and i think they gave her like the ending monologue on purpose because they know like you hated her but because of the loop being gone she's kind of just a normal person how much did her death make you feel bad as well i mean fuck hannah from the loop but also like (laughs) it's shitty that jonas killed her like of all the people that would have a really good reason to just fucking like shoot her in the face Mm -hmm. he killed her her son but (laughs) fuck that's what winden is it's children killing parents parents killing children like it's constantly throughout the show and that's just how this universe is built i guess yeah it's pretty pretty bad pretty on point for vinden yeah 
yeah, I don't know. I I was fine with it. I honestly expected there to be more post break exposition. Like I thought we'd see more characters or more of like the changes and things like that. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like is the power plant still going to be running? Things like that. That's what I was like interested. Like how heavily involved was the loop in like the bigger scale of the world as opposed yeah. to just these people's lives yeah that's a good question i don't know the answer is katarina still the principal what does hannah do as a job did we ever know she was like a masseuse oh okay remember? oh yeah because she uh massaged alexander right yeah yeah i remember that now is she still that is Wooler still a cop his eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when will we learn about his eye? The only thing we really get to know is that Peter can be openly gay. Yes. Which, good for him. Yes, because he's no longer married with children. Yeah. You can be gay, but better to not do it after you're married with children. Mm-hmm. Do you think Alexander and Regina I don't are, know. are a thing? That's why it's like, even though Alexander isn't, in because of the loop mm-hmm. he is heavily involved and mm-hmm. without him being there bartage is no longer there yeah and he's very important which we now know yeah so yeah i just wanted to see like just a couple more scenes after the loop ended that's all that's all i really wanted yeah not like another episode afterwards mm-hmm. just a little bit more please yeah yeah i get it do you okay do you feel like a piece of you is missing no, I'm I'm surprised at how okay I was after the ending. That not every finale has to be like Game of Thrones and just awful. Not even that, but it's like, I, to be honest, when Breaking Bad ended, I was kind of like disappointed. Like I was expecting a little bit more and like, so I was a little sad when that ended. Hmm. This is a show where it's like it ended and I'm just like, okay. It feels like a nice tied up knot at the end. I guess, yeah. I felt like it was a satisfying ending. Yeah, like, it, it was, and it's, but it's like when you finish a book or when you beat a game, it's like there's a part of you where it's like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. That's over, and like I can't go, like it's never going to be the same when I go back to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that feeling with this. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying it's like odd. It's just like yeah. it ended, and I'm like, that was good. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like that's, that's how I felt after, and I'm, it's just, I can't remember the last time I felt just maybe that's what satisfaction is. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, I was blown away, but at the same time, I wasn't, like, taken so far back that I'm, like, crushed that I'll never see more of it. Maybe it's just because I know I can rewatch it and it'll be just as good. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Big thoughts. Big thoughts. Deep thoughts. Yeah. Was there anything more that you wanted? I think at most, like, I would have been fine with a little bit more at the end. Just, like, there were a couple other characters that I I predicted weren't a part of the loop, but we didn't see them, so I just... Yeah, because, I mean, Claudia was clearly... She's not part of the loop, right. but is she dead? Wait, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen more. Yeah, because she would have been older Claudia at this yeah. at the time. So it's like maybe she does just die of like natural causes or something. Yeah. And we just don't see it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Yeah. Because it's over. Yeah. But that's fine. We don't need to know. No. Like, there was no way they were going to give us every single side characters like no. catch up and so i'm sure that's why they pick like this one scene and that's it mm-hmm. because it just becomes a slippery slope of like oh well let's just add this on and mm-hmm. then we can just add this scene and, and this lord game. of the rings which is great <laughs> just add an extra 30 minutes what's what's an extra 30 minutes when you're already 
over an hour in on a television show. Mm-hmm. You're a movie. Great. <laughs> anyway, good show. Good show. I liked it a lot. This is definitely up there to me with like a, the Mindhunter sphere of like consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. It is good. I can't remember a bad episode. No. But, I mean, are you ready to rate it? I think so. Out of 10 what? 10 knots? No. 10 eyes? Glitch. Out of 10 glitches? Glitch in the matrix? Out of 10... 10 bangs? Five-year-olds with bangs? <laughs> she never gives up that hairstyle. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Out of 10 yellow jackets? Yes. That's better. That is more iconic of the show, I would yes. say. Um... Are you reading the season or the show as a whole? This season. Yeah. yeah. This season. I there's no point in reading the show as a whole. I don't think. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Uh I will give it a nine point five again. Is it the montages? They weren't as bad this season. They weren't as bad. They still I I just something about it just grates me wrong and the CGI. I have to point mm-hmm. five, I think it's fair enough to knock off. I'm not gonna knock off a show for it's studio not giving it the right budget. I just think when the show puts so much thought and care into everything, mm-hmm. when you include those scenes and they're not as, to me, careful, it it pulls me out of it. Like, I just don't think it's their fault that they didn't get the right budget because they probably put as much care as they fiscally could. So that's just my opinion. I'm going 10 out of 10. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't have any issues with the season. Yes. And I feel like we... Argued about 9.5 with something else. I think it was Better Call Saul. And it's like, 9.5 is still an amazing Oh, yeah. Score. I'm not saying it's not yeah. a good score. I just, it is. I'm not going to blame them, their budget for... Who even says it's their budget, though? It's got to be their budget. But if it's not... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This, surprisingly, this year is so far a very tough contender for television shows. What else has been... Better Call Saul. Yeah. BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. That came out uh i'm sure there's been something else that mm-hmm. came out fleabag was that this year no that was last, last year. year that's right there's been others mm-hmm. i'm sure of it. Yeah. i'm sure of it yeah uh but yeah that's it we did it we're done we've done all the talking my throat's dry uh so yeah we'll be back next week uh not talking about dark we're done we're released we'll talk about something we uh, don't know yet we're gonna continue the segment Yes. Obviously, that's what we know for sure. And then otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.